Coming to you from the Franklin House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. My name is Smitty. This is the Pick 8 Podcast. This is part three of three with Kenny Hill. We pick it up where we're talking about decision making. I believe it's question eight. Uh, we also discuss Chicago and Desert Islands. The best decision you made this year. I'm going to start using a green pen as soon as I find one. You can't copy me. I want to be like you. Are you going to do a podcast Imit- too? No, and you're maybe. Gonna... Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Oh, I just thought of something I did this year that was a good decision. What? It's really weird. I went and ate in a full restaurant by myself. What's weird about that? I was the only one doing that. Just go into a restaurant and get a table by yourself and eat? Yeah. That's perfect. It's It was great. Yeah. But. It's always nice to have a friend. I know what you're talking about, but I don't mind going to a restaurant by myself. And I, I remember sitting there thinking, I was like, this was a good choice. I'm glad I do. I'm glad I'm doing this. There you go. Yeah. I like that kind of thing. Like, I don't mind sitting by myself. I'm happy I don't to either. do it. I am too. Just chilling out. Right. I'm being but I was the only one in the entire restaurant. Oh, you were the only guy in the that whole was, restaurant. No, no, no. That was not with someone else. That's okay. It is okay. I'm not saying it's not okay. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. If it feels like a big step to you, then right on. Right. That's a good decision. Get out there. Be you. Be an independent. There's yep. a lot of people around. I just don't care what they think. Yeah. Good for you. Right yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a good decision. Thanks. I think maybe when I go out to eat, one of these days, I'm going to go out by myself. Yeah. I always try and invite my wife because she's my favorite person in the world. It's awesome. She can't always make it though. So sure. Maybe next time I'll go. My buddy Chuck, he's pretty cool too, but what's a good, where'd you go? Fazoli's. Really? Yeah. Okay. Was it good? It was okay. What'd you order? Mm, some sort of bake. Hot dish? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't, I couldn't tell you exactly. Okay. Yeah. Sounds memorable. <laughs> Just not to this me. This is the apparently. best mystery hot dish I ever had. You know what? I want to go to a restaurant and no one will ever jive. You know, you go into a place. What do you want to eat? <clears throat> I trust you. You look cool. What do I look like I want to eat? Right. As long as it's not yesterday's fish platter, I'll eat it. Just bring right. it to me. What do you want to drink? Whatever. Just I don't care. Just bring me something. Something in a cup. Wouldn't that be great? Most people wouldn't do it. They won't do it. Yeah. They'll go crazy. What right. if, I, if it's doesn't matter. Just bring me food and I will eat it. Wouldn't that be cool if you could if you could get somebody to? No, no restaurant will do that. Bartenders will do it occasionally. Yeah. But that's that's not a meal though. No, right. they'll get you some glow in the dark drink. Right. You know, you're like, what is that? Right. It's pomegranate. Right. Rum with grain alcohol and it's on fire. <laughs> yeah. Right. Drink it. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, bartenders will do it because they're yeah. testing out their new concoction. Right. But at a restaurant, you can't go to Minerva's. What do you got? <laughs> I'll have that. Whatever. I'll have the soup du jour. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. I'll have that. Sounds good. I'll have that. Excuse me, Flo. <laughs> what do you usually think about on your drive to and from Gooden, from work? That's easy. Is it? It is. It depends on the season. A lot of times, this morning, for example, it was cold. Yeah. It's been cold, but this morning, at like 6 in the morning, 6, 10 in the morning. like 35. 35 degrees. Yeah. I didn't have to scrape the windows. It was nice and warm right mm-hmm. in my truck. Mm-hmm. I would I'd say, boy, what does that say about us? 
live in the Midwest, snow everywhere. You wake yeah. up in the morning and it's 35 degrees and you're celebrating the beauty of the day. Oh, for sure. I, I was. What's Yeah. What's that say about us? In <laughs> other parts of the country, like, oh, it's 50 degrees. Oh, uh-huh. break out the dog sleds. Right. And we're celebrating. Uh-huh. You know, that's a little victory. I was kind of, you know, but sometimes thinking about the day, hmm, what, what are we in for? Yeah. But if it's really cold, just think about how cold it is. Right. <laughs> right. So cold. So cold. So but a lot of times, focusing on driving. Of course. I'm taking my That's route. good. I'm taking my right turns. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Planning my left turns where I got to. Uh-huh. Being careful. Yep. Try not to run over people. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to focus. A lot of people don't. You know, I think it's pretty crazy that in the United States, and I'm not going to say, well, it seems to me like mostly in the United States and places that I've seen, people get behind the wheel and they talk on the phone. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Yep. And they get behind the wheel. And I, I mean, I'll do it. But I don't like it. Like my wife mm-hmm. calls me. I just want to hear what she has to say. And then, um, or they drive down the road and they're eating a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying the sandwich, really? Are no. You that big? No. I want to enjoy. They're just that shoving sandwich. it down. Yeah, you're just trying to. Okay. I when I do that, that's that's what I'm it. doing. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. I enjoy driving. You know, to me, that's that's a thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's I don't want to eat. I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to goof with the radio. But, I'm I'm driving. One time I hit a pothole and my radio came on. I had to reach over and shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when the radio's on, I'm like, this is a cool tune. I heard this one a while. Yeah. Speaking of which, the other day I was riding. And you're familiar with the band Chicago? Uh-huh. Okay, Chicago Transistor. Speaking of good brass. Good brass. Yeah. So they had this guy in there. His name was Terry Calf. Mm-hmm. K-A-T-H mm-hmm. anyways played guitar yep. he was a lead singer yep. and that dude can sing he sounds uh, he sounds like Ray Charles from time to time like you hear Color My World okay I'll have or to or yeah. 25 or 6 to 4 yeah, it's yeah. there yeah, yeah, it's yeah. there okay. so anyway one of my favorite songs from when I was little yeah you know huh. was, was called uh, Make Me Smile okay. by Chicago okay. and it's got this huge breakdown horn section in the middle and there's a bunch of different versions of it, but one of them's got Terry Kath playing like this jazz guitar solo in it. Okay. And he had the most soulful vocals okay. in the song. Yeah. And you should just check it out. Oh, I'm it's going to. It's one of my favorite songs. But I'm totally going to. It was on the other day, and I was like, oh, it's, it's just one of those songs for me every time I hear it. And I was on my way to work. I'm like, I'm winning. Yeah, Today's yeah, yeah. my day. Right. I'm, you know, but I'm a music guy, so that a song yeah. will change everything. Mm-hmm. So what am I thinking about on the way to work? Sometimes there's a song on. Sometimes I got to shut the song off. Speaking of driving today. Love it. So Cliff Avenue, I'm heading uh-huh. south, get by the pink church, mm-hmm. you know, where the road kind of does that zigzag oh, yeah. bit. Hate that intersection. I understand why they did it. Yes. It's a poor design, but I understand it. Yep. You know, yep. so I'm going there. I'm in the left lane. And normally I try and stay in the right lane mm-hmm. at the zigzag mm-hmm. because there's always somebody on my right who doesn't. Yep. See the zigzag and right. the honk at You get so close. Yeah. yeah. So all the time. And so I'm driving today and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm trying to get home. Got a podcast thing tonight. I'm busy. <laughs> yep. Mine's occupied. Yeah. And so I'm driving, cruise through the zigzag and somebody honks. Oh, I know who it is and I know where they're at and why they honked. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So I get up to my stop. I kind of look over. And this dude in the car next to me with his arms at his sides, like, hey, hey, what, what, what? And I'm trying to think, what's the best hand gesture that I can lay out here? I'm not mad. I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. What can I show this guy? Hey, look, dude, this happens every day. You know, I kind of did the zigzag with my hand and I pointed at the car in front of him. 
Mm-hmm. And he looked in front of him. This look, ah. his face was like, the look on his face was like, oh, oh it's you're me. still behind the car. You were behind. We all zigzag, bro. It's cool. Right. But I was thinking about that. Yeah, how do you here. convey that yeah. non-verbally? I think that, yeah, when, you, when there needs to be like an agreed upon series of hand gestures for when you're driving, you know? Because everybody, when they're mad, they yeah. put their middle finger. Sure. That's okay. You're mad. You're having a bad day. I get that. But I think basic hand gestures, a thumbs up goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Or if we're in traffic and you do something bad, you know what's more effective than the middle finger? Just point at that guy. Oh, yeah. Guess who screwed up? Everyone knows it was you. <laughs> Sometimes you know? I give people the thumbs up when they just when they did something they shouldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ironic thumbs up. Look at you. Yeah. You're navigating these streets like a professional. <laughs> like a professional crazy person. I like that. Like, uh, you know, like passes people mm-hmm. <laughs> in town <clears throat> on like a, well, there's not two lanes. I'll give that guy thumbs up. Like, way to go, buddy. Way to you be. You are killing this Way to be thing. crazy. I love it. <laughs> I, You know, a lot of my thoughts, I love to drive. I'm thinking about driving a lot. I like to drive a lot. People behind the wheel, they go crazy. Yeah. You know. I have to. I, Right. I know. And you yeah. deliver all day. I used to deliver all day. Right. And so there's a lot of common ground there. Yeah. But people in their cars, man, they can just speed away Oof. from whatever's going on. Yeah. And so there's no accountability. Yeah. I tell my kids, I got two young drivers, and I'm always trying to lay down the rules and trying to help give some tips. Mm-hmm. But the sad thing is, if you give the tip, it's valid. Right. I'm the old man. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. No, saying? you're right. You're right. It's like, yeah. hey, don't be cutting the air conditioner open and huffing the stuff out of there. That'll kill you to death. Whatever, Dad. But you said, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. That like, guy whoa. says I'll die. Right. <laughs> He's a speedy delivery guy. My dad's an idiot. I'm not listening to him. <laughs> but that's fine. This is true. They this do listen true. pretty good, though. I've been pretty blessed. Yeah. But people in their cars, there's there's no accountability. So they do some crazy stuff. Just, they're gone. Whatever. Without even, without even necessarily knowing that they did right. something crazy. Right, yeah. Because they're busy eating a sandwich and putting on some makeup and talking to Babushka. So I get it. Yeah. Whatever. Sometimes they're putting makeup on their sandwich. What are they doing? I don't don't get it. But they just drove off. I didn't get a chance to ask them. We're not testing on animals. We're testing on sandwiches. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I get it. But sometimes I get so frustrated. We all have to take the same test. We all know the rules. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. That's enough of that. I'm trying not to go on a tirade when it comes to stuff. Because I will. Uh, similarly, I think there should be a standard for what different types of honks mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just because I honk doesn't mean I'm upset. Right. Like, it might mean I'm backing up. It might mean, hey, I'm right here. You're about to plow into It might wall. be, hey, I know you. Right. So, I think there should be some sort of standard. Right. Like, two short ones means this. Um, one long means this. What if you had two horns? A friendly honk oh, and a yeah. warning honk. Yeah, yeah. Like the emergency honk would sound like the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the warning. What's the What's the friendly greeting? Like beep, beep. You know, just a little couple of beeps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that people, that kind of is an unsaid language, but it's not universally understood, you know. That the two beep is the friendly one? I think so. Yeah. Two short ones. It's yeah. beep, beep, hey, what's up, you know. But if you're in traffic and the guy in front of you is going to sit through this whole damn green light, you lay Ugh. it long and hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think there's some phrases out there that can be, you know, say it all. To me, more than one, the short ones, that's that's friendly. Hello, okay. how are you? What's up? Longer ones have a little more. Yeah. 
there's some urgency there. There's some meaning. There's some. Yeah. No, you're right. Is you're it? right. I don't know. No, no, no. You're right. Okay. I'm thinking about like when I use the horn. You're right. Well, yeah, and you're way yeah. more into this than I am because yeah. you you deal with it more. I I ride behind the desk all day long. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Conan's old bits where he would drive his desk? Uh, I don't remember that. Was that a Sioux Falls thing? No, Conan O'Brien. No, I never saw it. Oh, I knew he had a haircut. What or like a like he was famous for his haircut. Yeah. yeah. I remember. No, they'd put like a green screen behind him. Okay, and he's driving his and desk. And he'd hold the steering wheel. Oh, this sounds like a cool clip. Yeah. Right. So. And then his counterpart, Andy, okay. would just slide his chair also to be behind the desk. And then they would just like whatever stupid thing was happening behind him on the green screen. But it, hmm. it was great. I'll have to check that out. I'm always interested in what people are watching on TV because I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. You know, it's not that I don't like TV. It's just, you know, I'm a very busy guy. Huh. We, we don't cut the cable. Netflix, Hulu. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But then you go to somebody's house and they're watching a show. You know, like there's a sitcom on and it's real funny. And yeah. I, wow, people are watching that. Okay. You're like, I get it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. So I hear so much about what's the show with the the science guys. Big Bang. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think they've watched it. The kids might have watched it a couple of times and I kind of get caught up in it. I kind of get it. Yeah. I want to see Conan O'Brien drive his desk around. You should. I was in Kansas City one time on business and I was hanging out with these people from Bulgaria. Cool. And we went back to their place at the end. I was just in town temporarily. Yeah. And they were watching it and I had never seen it before. And he just, I remember he had the hair. I love, I like. And he was pretty funny. I'm think. a big fan of him. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What else is good? A- anything Conan O'Brien does. Okay. He's the man. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. my opinion. Perfect. Uh, especially he has ones where he goes can't remember what they call him, but he goes to another country. Mm-hmm. And it's just, just him being an idiot in another country. Oh, man. The old stranger in a strange land bit. Yeah. Fish out of water. It so never great. gets old. Like, so great. It never gets old. There's a great, I mean, there's so many great stories based around the fish out of water. Like, uh, what was the old, there was a sitcom from the 80s. Had The, the one dude was Balky Bartakamus and uh, Larry Appleton, I don't know, but they were in some city and the one guy, their cousin brothers. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and he was a fish out of water. Uh-huh. And then that was pretty funny. There was a movie I watched with Robin Williams. Okay. And it wasn't a comedy at all. It was called Moscow on the Hudson. Have you ever seen it? No. Okay. Not funny at all. <laughs> Basically, he starts out as a musician in okay. Moscow with the Moscow Circus. He plays the saxophone. Okay. And the movie starts, he's in Moscow, and he's, he's feeling very caged in and, mm-hmm. and very held down by the man, and he's waiting in line for toilet paper, and he, you know, hmm. he has to sneak to his friend's house to be with his girlfriend for a couple hours. Yeah. And he can't, the Gestapo is going to find out, or whoever the, the black hand, whatever whoever's the, in charge. Yep. They're going to find out, and it's a big problem. And, you know, he... Yep. So, anyway, his buddy... They're going to go to the United States. The circus is coming to New York. And his buddy's like, I'm going to defect. And everybody's oh, yeah. like, oh, no, 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 you no. Can't. Don't, you, don't you even say these words, you know. And they're all <clears throat> shushing him. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so they get to this big department store in New York City. Mm-hmm. And his buddy, he chickens out. He's like, oh. got the sad face, you know. And, and can't do it. Yeah. He just can't. He's not brave enough. Yeah. And I, I mean, that would be a hard thing to do, right? right. So their they're handlers, their fluffers, whoever it is, they're mm-hmm. watching him. And they know this guy's got some crazy intentions. And they're watching him. The Robin Williams character, he sees what's happening to his friend. Because he, he chickens out because mm-hmm. he's being watched. And, and so he's, he's like, no, this is not for me. And so he defects. 
Ah. So then he becomes the fish out of water, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a, kind of a crazy story. And okay, yeah, like I said, Robin Williams, not incredibly funny, but very poignant. Mm-hmm. You know, it gave me an appreciation for where I live, anyway. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, perfect. Fish out of water story never gets old. I don't even know how he got here. I don't know. It's it's interesting. This is kind of fun. I was a little nervous. I was like, what are they asking me some stuff? I don't know. No, man. Last time I was interviewed, I was in college. I was in a band, and they were interviewing us for the college radio station. Like, oh, oh, sure. Gosh, USD? No. No. This was in Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, okay. It went really well, but at the time, I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> what do you think about to and from your drive to work? Oh, that's yeah. That's how right. we got yeah, I'm focusing on the drive. No, that's great. Kill anybody. I'm always watching out for Matt because he's in my neighborhood. <laughs> that's once in a while. Today you did? Yeah, I think so. Nice. You were leaving, uh, was it American Tire Distributors or the place next to them? Somewhere oh, up on there off street. on Cliff? Yeah, somewhere off there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kenny Hill. Mm. If you had the ability. Oh, boy. To create one law, what would that be? Oh, boy. That's a tough question. That is a tough one. If, if, okay, so I'm going to create a law. Yeah. I mean, punishable and enforceable and all that. I yeah. think it would have to do with how people treat one another. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think that the way people treat each other sometimes is not very good. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that there there should be some kind of, uh, I don't necessarily want to say a punishment, but you should have to face somebody when you mistreat somebody. When you're being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if I'm if I'm mean to somebody or I'm bad to somebody, it's always not their fault. Right. It's mine. Right. I'm in a bad mood. I've had right. a bad day. Whatever's going on. Right. It's me. It's not that, you know. Mm-hmm. I've overreacted. I've been horrible. Uh-huh. Some people don't see it that way. They're just bad all the time. Yeah. They're a dragon. Flames coming out all the time. Hate everybody. Yeah. They're, I think we all know someone like that. We all do. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're the poop in your Cheerios. It's just like, dude, you're a difficult person. Mm-hmm. You're mean to people. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something that we can. So I don't know if you necessarily make it a law. But I mean, I just like to see people treat right. each other better in general. And I don't know how you would enforce that. Is right. That, is that kind of a crazy notion? We'd have all kinds of people in the gulag. You know who'd be in the gulag? Oh, boy. Babysitters all over the place. <laughs> She was naughty to me. She made me eat broccoli. Right, yeah. Oh, she hit the slammer. She's gone. <laughs> she actually enforced my parents' bedtime. Oh, my gosh. Took away Get my on the car. train. You're done. Get in. Get in the car. Actually, uh, there's this guy running for president, Andrew Yang. He wants to, like, have another form of, quote, currency. Okay. That's, like, where you are somehow rewarded for, like, volunteering. Or, um, and I'm not going to explain it very well (laughs) because it's probably a pretty comprehensive concept. Right. But the idea being people should be rewarded, not just for what their job is Mm -hmm. or what they physically do, but like the, the mom that stays home with her kids Mm -hmm. should be rewarded for that because that's huge. It is huge. Or if you have a special needs kid. Right. You can't maybe do a typical job. Right, right, like, right. A kid maybe needs more attention or some extra special right. care. Yeah. Yeah, right. And as a society, just thinking differently, do we only want to pay the the uh, hard driving I don't know. Types? Man. I don't know. We could go on a massive tangent on this because this is really something I put a lot of thought into. Right. Because I feel that any teacher 
is grossly underpaid. Yeah. Anyone in healthcare mm-hmm. is grossly underpaid. Anyone who who helps people who need help mm-hmm. is grossly underpaid. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just freaking horrible. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people out there who are really good at swinging a baseball bat, mm-hmm. where they can run really fast, right? Throw a ball in a circle. Way overcompensated for their abilities. You're right. But that is free market economy. Correct. You know. Yeah. So right. it's like everybody for themselves. So I've actually I put a lot of thought into this, mm-hmm. and I understand where he's coming from. I mean, it'd, it'd be interesting to hear the pros and cons of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. But it's it's a culture thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're having a lot of cultural problems right now in the United States. Really? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. There's something kidding. that's grossly understated. We're having some serious, serious cultural problems right now. I think yeah. for the most part, humans are inherently good, and most things are inherently good. But there's a lot of crazy biz happening right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As, as far as being rewarded for good behavior or for doing the, the mm-hmm. hard jobs i'm for that but i don't know how you would do that yeah no you know same here I mean? same here right well you got to make the law so it's up to you to figure out how to enforce it right now. and so like you i say, gave you that power one law i don't know it'd have to be something about <laughs> i mean if, if you're mean to people there's got to be you know what i'm saying the culture needs to change you know culture is a funny thing because it does change in such a way mm-hmm. if you listen to interviews mm-hmm. or see video excerpts of people from back in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. very clearly the culture was different mm-hmm. and i'm not talking uneducated and i'm not talking the the progression of thought mm-hmm. but it's their their sentence structures and the way they use words and okay. the way they express themselves and yeah the way people think and you know everybody looks like oh there's all the drugs no no not like that i mean all kinds of people right People just seemed a little bit better informed, maybe mm-hmm. a little more open-minded. They weren't, I don't know how to explain it. Counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Because we have access to more information now than you did then. Mm-hmm. I think it's more probably just a mutual respect. Yeah. Um, there was like a standard mm-hmm. almost, you know, of how people would act. Like there's a movie, I know you've seen it, it's called A River Runs Through It. Mm-hmm. And one of the lines in that movie was, this is back in what the 1920s. Yeah, when a gentleman probably. wore a, a bow tie to go uh-huh. fishing. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> that always resonated with me because now there's people going to dinner in their pajamas. Right, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right, it's just where society but it's a drastic is right now. Change exactly, right. and right. every 10 to 15 years, society changes. What's mm-hmm. acceptable, what's not acceptable, changes. Mm-hmm. Like right now, you know, I love music and I'm all for freedom of speech, but some of the songs that I hear or some of the music that's mm-hmm. on the radio. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe it. It's made it. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the messages that are being conveyed and, and some of the things that people have to say, it's pure hate. It's, it's mm-hmm. garbage. Mm-hmm. It's discontent. Mm-hmm. And I respect somebody's right to put that out there. Right. But I don't understand it. Why would you want to be that person? It's not just that they have that music, but it's popular. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's there's millions of people that want to hear that. Yeah, and, like, and they emulate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we have two left. Oh, my goodness. Out of what? Eight or ten? Out of ten. So you could just veto the next two and we could be done. Well, it's up to you. I'm cool. I am cool, too. I'm loving it, man. Let's do it. Deserted island scenario. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You get to bring three analog items. So what I mean is... You can't bring a streaming service. If you're going to bring a movie, mm-hmm. it has to be a physical copy. So Desert Island, what are what are the three things? Book, movie, music. Um, I don't know. What am I missing? 
a piece of art. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. This is a tough one. All other needs are met, right? So you don't have to like bring a hatchet and a pair of boots. No, no, no. These are just All like right. media things that you just love. entertainment, if you want to call it that. I don't know. I would I would have to choose very carefully something that could keep me endlessly entertained for literally years. Right. Can I get a large, I mean large volume of classical guitar works? And maybe a nylon string guitar? Would that be feasible? I don't know. I don't know either. What would you bring? That's so tough. How That's would you super pass the tough. time? I read a story one time, or I heard a story. There was this guy, and they were at a dinner party, and a bet was placed. Could a person live in isolation for 10 years? Could yeah. it be possible? You know? And so the one guy says, I'll take that bet. What do you mean by isolation? I'm going to get to that. Okay. All by himself. Okay. Isolation for 10 years. So the terms were he had to go into this room, a tower, if you want to call it that, and the other guy has to provide him everything he needs, mm-hmm. all of his food, all of his drink, books he wants, anything he wants, he provides it. And if the, the door's unlocked, and if he stays in that door and has no human contact for 10 years, he gets incredible wealth or he gets some inconceivable Whatever the prize. prize. Exactly. Yeah. And so the guy says, I'll take the bet. I'll, I'll give you 10 years. So the guy goes in the room, starts out meals, all the fanciest meals he wants. Oh, yeah. And then his meals get pretty simple. And then it's books. And then it's more books. And then it's more books. And it's more meals. And it's all this stuff. And it's musical instruments. And so meanwhile, the other guy has had a terrible turn of fate. He's running out of money. <laughs> okay. He's like, I can't afford to pay this guy if he wins. He's trying to lure him out. And the guy's like, nope. Nope. Not coming I out. signed he up for this. Letter. Come on out. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and uh, he's, had, he's like, running out of money. Can't feed him anymore. This is getting to be an issue. So hmm. the 10 years, it's really getting close. And the guy's panicking because he's not going to be able to pay mm-hmm. this dude. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to save face. But the guy who's locked in the room, like right before the time is up, he opens the door and walks out. You've given me more than I ever could have asked for. No. Oh. He's read all the books. He's mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. the music. He's done it all. He's 10 times the man he went in. Mm-hmm. And the other guy, of course, is pooping bricks. But... <laughs> <laughs> so... To go on a desert island, I don't know what would you take. I think you'd have to bring. You wouldn't have to. I think I would. Lo- I would like to have an instrument. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so for me, probably guitar, because you could do a lot with a guitar. Hmm. I think a guitar is cool, but I think if I had, like, we'll say ten years or fifteen sure. years, I'm gonna do a piano. Okay. Because I've been playing guitar a long time, and that's cool. Sure. And there's a lot to learn, but if I have nothing but time, I'm gonna start fresh. Because mm-hmm. then you're putting yourself up to an entire world mm-hmm. of classical music, jazz music. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine you've got 10 years and every Art Tatum album ever, mm-hmm. every Oscar Peterson album ever. And you know what? I want to play piano like Oscar Peterson does. Yeah. You've got 15 years. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, yeah. that might be pretty tempting. Yeah. Because you could go you could go into that room and just hang out. And in 15 years, you're 40, you come out at 55. Yeah. A professional concert pianist. Right. Or you could come out and maybe you're a nuclear physicist now. You could, you know how many college educations you could earn? Three. Depending on how you did it, I guess. <laughs> I want to learn to weld. <laughs> just... I want a welding machine on my deserted That's what island. I'm do. <laughs> I, there's a movie I can watch over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And I have. Twister, right? Nope. <laughs> 
Watch out, Bill Paxton. There's a Wait, tornado. What's going to happen? Oh, there's a cow. There's a cow in the tornado. Same cow. No, it's Hot Rod. Yeah, you've mentioned that to me before. Like, it's not a good movie. Well, it's better perspective. Was I mean, obviously, I think it's good. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I think I probably could watch it every day. Sure. It wouldn't be bored with it. Bored with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. I'll have to watch it. I mean, I say it's a good movie. Like, it must be a good movie if you're willing to watch it every day. It's yeah. worth investigating. I couldn't watch Borat every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's my third item. I used to watch Raising Arizona every day. Really? Yeah. You ever see that one with Nicolas Cage? It's one of his early movies. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. He plays a criminal who kidnaps a baby. Uh-uh. Falls in love with a deputy sheriff and... They try to raise the baby as their own, and hilarity ensues. Oh, I'll check it out. It's stupid. Yeah. It's great. Stupid though. is good. It is terrible. <laughs> Raising Arizona. I would try and make the most of my time on the island. Find a way to occupy my time. Yeah, sure, sure. And of course, I'm a family guy, so that'd be the issue, too. But hypothetically, on the island, get to bring some stuff. I mean, yeah. You're going to bring all your Shakespeare collection. Encyclopedia Britannica. You learn about a world you never see. Yeah. <laughs> right. That sounds almost like tor oh, so that's torturous. What a, that's what a right. double barrel bucket footed swim flam bird looks like. <laughs> well, that I'll never see. I'll never see that thing. All the world's most dangerous animals live in Australia. Well, I know where not to go. <laughs> Is it a big island? As big as a continent? No, it's like a city sized. City sized? I don't know. Maybe a mode of transportation. I'm the kind of guy who cruise around. That's hours. true. That is your version of, whoops. It's time to go to sleep. It is time to go to sleep. But yeah, I could cruise around for hours, like a bicycle or a moped or a scooter. Yeah, There's yeah, guys yeah. That, like in some of these old Caribbean islands, somebody got a hold of an old VW microbus mm -hmm. and he filled it with wooden benches and he's just a taxi service. And, oh, yeah. You know, you could really have a lot of fun. Yeah, but you're on your own though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah cruising around. Hmm. <laughs> What can you imagine yourself doing in retirement? Or is that the same question as the desert island? I'm going to classify that as the same question. <laughs> and I'll chase that down with, I'm never going to retire. Really? Never. Never going to retire. Hmm. I'm going to, I mean, I, I might only go part-time. Sure, sure. But never going to stop. Yeah. got to have somewhere to go. you got to have something to do. Yeah. you got to get out, interact with people, mm -hmm. be a part of the world. Of course. I know so many of these guys I've heard about. They, they work super hard their whole lives. They retire mm -hmm. at 65 or 67, and they just, they are so ready. Mm -hmm. And 10 years later, they're either back at work because mm -hmm. they're bored, mm -hmm. or they're gone. Mm -hmm. They turn into a house cat, and they mm -hmm. passed away. Yeah. Never going to stop. I like it. Always want to be busy. Yeah. Traveling, seeing kids, going here, doing this, whatever. Got your job at Hy-Vee Bag and Groceries. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Hauling a load of hay, West River, whatever. Right. Doing something. Giving people rides in your Volkswagen You got bus. it. Never going to stop. It's a great answer, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The day I don't show up when I'm supposed to is the day I'm probably dead. Or just in the hospital. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. even thought about whatever happens if I should be succumbed to some horrible illness. And, you know, you can't get out and work. Still going to do something. Mm -hmm. In the age of the internet, still going to do something. I'm looking forward to 
uh, not necessarily autonomous automobiles. Yep. But they're say that there's a robot and it's set to do a task in a factory. Mm-hmm. But you got a guy who's housebound or a gal who's housebound and they can't get out. Mm-hmm. Angoraphobia, they got mm-hmm. some physical ailment. Mm-hmm. But they can get behind the computer and they can work that robot. Mm-hmm. They can the robot paints parts. They can do that. Sure. Or they can, you know, monitor it. If nothing else. Exactly. Right. Yeah, or yeah. they can, uh, some sort of a vessel, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's got to go from Omaha to St. Louis. And it, they just got to monitor it mm-hmm. and be ready to push the stop button. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that there's a lot of really good people in the world who could be super productive. Mm-hmm. They just, the means are not there yet. Right. And people want to be productive. I, I don't agree. care what anybody says. No, they do. Most people don't want to just sit around and watch the buffers all day. No. Uh, You're right. Be a viable asset. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. What do you think? What are you going to do in retirement? I'm a big fan of golf. Do it. And that's a classic retirement thing. I don't need to keep score. I don't need to like try to do better than I did the day before. Like it's just being out there. There's a social aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Like you and let's say I had three buddies that, you know, we all met every morning and go go golfing. Because I just find I'm outside, you know, it's usually something beautiful as far as nature goes golf courses i could totally just do that every that's day a solid answer and be happy that's a solid that. answer yeah if i was into golf i could totally see that. yeah right yeah getting out walking the links right socializing that is a great answer yeah maybe i should take up golf the problem is it's so expensive yeah, it is. Maybe when you go on your deserted island, that's one of the things you'll take. I'll make a golf course. Five or six of them. Or five or six of them. Maybe that's what I'm doing in 2020. There you go. Maybe in 2020, you want to go golf in Ireland. Isn't that where the sport was born? Yeah. Ireland or Scotland? Uh, it might be Scotland, actually. I think you're right. There you go. I thought about putting a, in my front yard, just putting in a hole with a flag. You could. And then working on a short game. And then then like just kinda see if any random people stop and be like You know what you gotta do. (laughs) Put a backbone where the wishbone is. Start calling your boys. Say, hey, let's golf this weekend. Let's go. Let's do the golf. Oh, right. Yeah. Nine holes. Just give me two hours. Whatever you got. Right. You know? Right. And you gotta I know about these things. Organize it. Make it as easy as possible. Right. Was, can you do that? Can we go here? We do I'll this? pick you up. Right. Yeah. That's where, like, being in a band, I don't hunt, I don't fish, I don't mm-hmm, golf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, you guys, Thursday night. Right. You pack up your accordions. <laughs> we're going to go to this place. Right. Just going to make some noise for a couple hours. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be good. Just to be there and to do something. Yeah. And there you go. There's your golf. You just find some people, some guys, some chicks, mm-hmm. look online. Oh, I'm sure. I often thought about, I don't have a lot of time, but I... There's a guy I know who's really into billiards. He sure. shoots a lot of eight ball and nine yep. ball. Yeah. And he talks about it. And I, I like billiards. Uh-huh. I like watching it. It's a and talent I, in a yeah. art form. Yeah. yeah. I thought, well, that's something I could get into. You know, if I really was looking for something to do. Any time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in this state. Especially, yeah. And it's never <laughs> too hot or never too cold to play billiards. Right. You know? Right. And there's so many games. Mm-hmm. Whether you're playing snooker, eight ball, nine ball. And there's... Right. Games we don't even know. Trick about. shots. And then there's a lot of guys, they'll they'll put a pool table in their house mm-hmm. just for practice. Mm-hmm. This guy's got two pool tables, two different sizes. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's why not? really into it. Yeah. That's, all, that's his yeah, thing. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's his whole thing. He's like, if you think about the cost of a pool table, you know, I mean, there's always a money factor, but you can right. 
start hitting the links. Start putting together a little golf league. Right. That's why there's bowling leagues. That's why there's mm-hmm. darling and golf league. Right. Get active, man. Get active. Do it. You're not wrong. <laughs> trying to help. I'm very encouraging. No, you are. No, I'm very encouraging. I, I want to see. I, I'll take it. I'll take it all the. And am I willing to golf? I don't know. I mean, we have to seriously discuss that. You would like driving the cart, though. I would love driving the cart. I've thought about taking it up. Now's not the right time for me, but maybe in the future, because I think my wife kind of likes it. Okay. And that's something that we could do together. Yeah. Maybe that'd be that for retirement. I can, and then when my kids live in far off destinations, I'll have something to do while they're at work. Uh huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. There's your thing for 2020. Maybe. Get yourself. I'm a not going to say for sure. That's what it's going to be. Hey, get yourself some. You got some nice clubs? Go get some new ones. I need some new ones. There you do it. I don't got some nice ones. Get some nice golf cleats and test the waters. Invite a bunch of guys over to that great shot. Yeah. So let's go over there. Let's do something. Oh, the photography place? No. Yeah. Come on, no, guys. I was thinking of the we're going to great shots and do little uh, shots of booze. No, I know. Great just, shots. I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you go over there and say, "Here, let's try it." You know, and just see what happens. You might be surprised. Oh, that was cool, cool. Dig golfing. I don't think I would be surprised. I think that is what would happen. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like a problem and solution. I'll take care of here. We'll see. You can you can keep asking me, but we'll see. I want to know what you're going to do in 2020. What's going to be the big the big haps. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he's going to sell the house and move in a van. Whatever. Maybe. Right. Stranger things have happened. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope. People do it. Correct. Anything else to tie a bow on this adventure we got going? Um, I want to see what you're going to do in 2020. Yeah. I want you to update me on the good decisions. Yeah. And once in a while when you're thirsty, you got to call me. We should. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. And get some tea. Yeah. Right? You can have cold tea. I'll have top tea. Top tea. Whiskey. I like whiskey. You like whiskey? I do. I know. Whiskey, scotch, bourbon. I never had a scotch them. I like yet. I've only okay. had one. I had Johnny Walker Red Label. Okay. And yeah, they that's make, a... They make it with a lot of peat, so it tastes like brass polish to me. I've never had brass polish, so I don't know. It's Okay, it tastes like brass polish smells. Okay. <laughs> is that fair? Yeah. Actually, I think that's their lowest end. I'm sure it is because it wasn't good. I don't think it's meant to be. <laughs> I think it's meant to be a mixer. Is it? I think. I, I think hate liquors so. that are meant to be mixers. I hate that. Yeah. You know, I drives me crazy. I learned about tequila many years ago, and the hundred percent blue agave tequila. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like a snob, mm-hmm. but if I'm mixing, I'm gonna go get uh, what's the one that everybody always gets, uh, Jose Cuervo. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just mixing. It's not 100% blue agave tequila. Right. You can't mix that all the time. Yeah, that's a mixing tequila. No, I can't. Don right. Julio's not for mixing. Right. Different. Yeah. Why would you make a liquor just to be mixed with other stuff? It's cheaper. The ultimate mixer is mine. All right. Okay. Shutting it down. Good night, Irene. <laughs>